greatest gift God has given this world is the precious gift of grace. Please understand that grace is not a teaching. Grace is a person, the person of Jesus Christ. John 1.17 says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Open your spirit and prepare to receive, through Bishop Herb Andrew, God's Word of Grace, which is building you up from the inside out, while positioning you to enjoy the inheritance Jesus paid for with His blood. This is your moment of grace. Hi, I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this is your moment of grace. You know, one of the greatest blessings that we have as believers is the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. The Apostle Paul goes on to say that for in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. So when you think about it, the world, each and every one of us, we've been blessed with this awesome gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I guess that's why it was so amazing to the Apostle Paul when he looked at the church that he began there in the city of Galatia, and he wrote to them in that first chapter saying that I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be a curse. And we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than that which you have received, let him be a curse. It's amazing to me that the Apostle Paul, he was so engulfed in the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Paul says that if anyone were to preach any other gospel, Paul says, let that individual be a curse. Now, you know, it's amazing because when you look there in the book of Galatians, Paul makes reference, first of all, to the grace of Christ, which he calls the original gospel. He calls it the grace of Christ, which is the original gospel. And then he calls it the gospel of Christ. And then Paul makes reference to something that I want to talk about today, and that is the, this different gospel. Paul says, if anyone preaches to you anything other than the grace of Christ, he is preaching a different gospel. I believe today that this gospel that Paul is referring to, this different gospel that Paul makes reference to, I believe that Paul is referencing the gospel according to to Satan. That's right. You must know 
that yes, there is the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But when you study the word, you find out that the enemy, Satan, has a gospel as well. And when you know anything about this adversary of ours, when you begin to understand this enemy, you begin to understand that Satan is not a creator. He's simply a counterfeiter. He's a counterfeiter who has always attempted to neutralize the gospel of Jesus Christ by instituting his own gospel, his own plan, and his own methods. And you must understand that the success of any counterfeiter, it rests solely in its ability to make that which they are counterfeiting resemble the original. And that's what Satan has done, even as it relates to the gospel according to Satan. It's his ability to make his gospel look so much like the gospel of Jesus Christ that has caused so many well-intentioned people to walk in what I like to call demonic deception. I'm not just talking about people in the world. I'm talking about people who actually name the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, when you think about the gospel according to Satan, you would think that it is a set of revolutionary principles that are designed to promote chaos in the world. But that's not so. When you really understand Satan's gospel, it's not one that promotes chaos, but it's actually a gospel that aims at building peace and unity. Now, how strange is that? Satan's gospel doesn't promote strife or war, but it's, but it's a gospel that, that actually aims at building peace. It is a gospel that actually aims at building unity. And I know many of you would ask the question, well, what is the problem? What is the problem with a gospel that promotes peace? What is the problem with anything that promotes unity? Well, here's the deal. Satan's gospel, it attempts to promote unity. It's a gospel that attempts to promote peace, but it does so while ignoring Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace. There it is. That's the problem when you think in terms of the gospel according to Satan. Satan's gospel, it is a gospel that attempts to promote unity and peace while ignoring Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace. See, Satan's gospel is actually designed to make the world so comfortable that the absence of Jesus is not recognized and the presence of God is not needed. I think I need to say that again. His gospel, the gospel according to Satan, it is actually designed to make the world so comfortable that the absence of Jesus is not recognized and the presence of God is no longer needed. And unfortunately, in the world that we're living in now, it seems to be working. You see, the gospel according to Satan, it is actually a gospel of self-effort and personal good works. It's directed at deceiving good people who possess good intentions. 
Think about it for a minute. This gospel, according to Satan, it literally suggests that a man is okay with God as long as he is charitable, as long as he's willing to help others, and as long as he does right by his fellow man. It focuses on us as individuals becoming a better man by, by doing good works, as opposed to us as individuals becoming a new man through a relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible says it right there in 2 Corinthians chapter number 5 and verse number 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. We must understand that God did not send his son Jesus to make good people better. No, the fact of the matter is Jesus came to give dead people life. The truth of the matter is each and every one of us, it doesn't matter how good we are. It doesn't matter how well we perform. The fact of the matter is all of us were still yet dead in our sins. And Jesus didn't come to make good people better, but he came to make dead people, those of us who were dead in our sins, he came to make dead people live again. John 10 and 10 says the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus says, I have come that they may have life. There it is right there. He's given life to those of us who were dead in our sins. And that actually includes all of us. He says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it, that they may have this life more abundantly. You see, it's so important for us to understand that this gospel, according to Satan, it's a gospel that actually focuses in on self-effort. It is a gospel that focuses in on personal good works. And it is literally deceiving good people who are operating with great intentions. Listen, it does not matter how good we are. Does not matter how well we perform. The Bible clearly says that our personal righteousness, the righteousness that comes from what we do, how we perform, the Bible says that that in the sight of God is as a filthy rag. Oh my goodness. I believe that is so powerful when we begin to understand that as individuals, we in and of ourselves can never, ever measure up. That's why the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is so awesome. Because under law, the law demands that we are righteous. But under grace, God provides righteousness through Jesus as a gift. For he who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So listen, family, when we think about this gospel, according to Satan, remember this, 
Proverbs 14 and 12 says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. The way that seems right, but ultimately ends in the way of death is what I like to call the devil's delusion. It's this gospel according to Satan. This gospel according to Satan, which promotes salvation and a life of blessings by human effort, as opposed to the true gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which provides both salvation and the blessed life as a gift of grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved favor that we get to enjoy because of the finished work of Jesus, because of that which Jesus has done. So the question is asked, what is wrong with the gospel according to Satan? Well, Satan's gospel, it fails man in three key areas. It distorts, it distracts, and it deceives. Listen, we'll talk more about that next week, but I want each and every one of you in the meantime to remember there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. That way that seems right to a man is actually the devil's delusion. It is actually the gospel according to Satan, which promotes salvation and a blessed life by human efforts, as opposed to the true gospel, which provides both salvation and this blessed life as a gift from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen, I look forward to next week. We'll pick up right here, and I believe that as we are exposed to the gospel according to Satan, it will cause us to embrace and enjoy, even in its fullness, the wonderful, awesome gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen, family, look forward to connecting with you next week, right here on this platform. You will be blessed. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this has been your moment of grace. Be sure to follow us on our social media platforms by subscribing to our Beacon Light of Homer YouTube channel and following us on Beacon Light of Homer Facebook and Instagram pages. Join us for a life-changing word on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. For our Beacon Light of Homer worship experience or Wednesday on our Grace Reloaded Bible Study at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bishop Herb would love to hear from you. Leave your comments and be sure to stay connected by subscribing to this Moment of Grace podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, make sure you share it with your friends and loved ones. Remember, because of his awesome grace, our God is faithful to manifest every blessing and benefit Jesus has paid for through his finished work on the cross of Calvary. Our part is to believe, receive, and enjoy what has already been provided, motivated by his tremendous love. Until next time, this has been your moment of grace. Thank you for sharing on today.